0: In alignment once again. It's with great sadness that we start this particular one because our subject today is going to be mass shootings, guns. Very uh, divisive subject there because I'm on both sides of the fence with that thing. But anyway, I got my son with me, Donnie. Donnie, come on and join the party.
1: How y'all doing today? This is a summer day. This one goes out to those kids in Texas.
2: like i'm knocking on heaven's door knock knock knocking on our heaven's door lord lord lord
0: knock knock knocking on our heaven's door yeah knock knock knocking. Put my guns in the ground. I can't shoot them anymore. No, no. The long black cloud ah, 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 is coming down. Feel I'm knocking on heaven's door. Knock,
2: Knock knocking, knocking, knocking on, on heaven's door. door. Knock 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 knocking on the heaven's door. Knock 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 knocking on the heaven's door. Knock knock knockin' on heaven's door. Hey, mama, take this badge for me. No, I can't use Anymore, it's getting dark, too dark, too dark, too dark to see. Feels like I'm knocking on heaven's door. Hey, I'm a knock knock knocking on heaven's door. Hey, knock knock knocking on heaven's door. Hey, knock, knock, Lord Knock, knock, knocking on Heaven's door Yeah, yeah, yeah Knock, knock, knocking on Heaven's door
0: Unfortunately, I love America, I I, I always state that, and I want that to be the foundation of everything I do and I say. However, we do have a problem in this country, and I'm split on this, because I believe in the Second Amendment, I believe in the right to bear arms, I've uh, hunted all my life from the time I was about five years old, I guess I was out hunting with a bow and arrow, killing ra- rabbits and squirrels and everything else that we could bring home to, to eat. Um, and of course graduated to, to rifles and shotguns and handguns and I do believe in the Second Amendment. Why? However.
1: Can you tell us why a little bit, Buffs? Is uh, it just for hunting? You say?
0: Well, it's the Second Amendment was not just for hunting. It was uh, to keep guns to protect your home, to protect your family, and also to protect yourself from
1: a tyrannical government a tyrannical
0: government. Now that's where the things got a little bit muddy there.
1: Yeah. I mean, back in you know, the seventeen hundreds, late seventeen hundreds when this was written. It was written about muskets and flintocks and blunderbusses, you know what I'm saying? And now there's a different level of weaponry. And so it begs the question, what does the Second Amendment cover? You know, does it give us the right to handguns at a certain age? Does it give us the right to automatic rifles that are semi-automatic, fully automatic? You know. Um, and I think that's one of the things we need to address as a nation together because just based off this tragedy that happened in texas wednesday uh there's something that has to change in the past 11 years since 2009 12 years now there's been 288 school shootings in the united states the second most country which is mexico has had eight in that same time frame. the second closest to us is eight that is that's indicative that there is a problem here and we need to make a change. Um, now, there is a bipartisan bill that passed the House of Representatives that has been stuck in the Senate for about over a year now. Uh, it was written in 2021. Uh, it's called HR 8. And it basically closes the loophole that says that uh, sales either by uh third parties, right, like private citizens or outside of, um, you know, new gun sales can be done without a background check. Um, lots of these weapons are bought legally that are used in these these mass shootings, these tragic events. Um, and without a universal background check to sort of see who's getting it, you know, what their intentions are, what sort of posts they are, um, it's tough to know who... who these weapons are getting in the hands of, you know. Uh, This tragic shooting in Texas was preluded by a also tragic one up in Buffalo, New York. And if somebody were to look into that gentleman, that 18-year-old kid's that murderers uh, past into his musings online on uh, platforms, blogging platforms like 4chan or Reddit, uh, you would see he had a history of these violent tendencies. And if a proper background check was done on that person, nobody in the right mind would have allowed that person to buy a gun. And, uh, and so I think that's one of the changes that our country needs to make. Um, since Sandy Hook about just over a decade ago, which was another really large scale elementary school massacre. It doesn't seem like too much has changed, and uh, for a country that's been so adversely affected by this school shooting epidemic, you know, it's on us to vote the right people in the power, vote people that'll make a change and hold our representatives responsible for doing something to make it more difficult for people to get weapons like this. What do you think, Deb? What are your thoughts? Um... You
0: know, it's not just school shootings, churches, yeah, supermarkets, uh, um, schools, and, and I mean, just how do when you look at that kid's social media posts, it seems like he was screaming and telling everybody what he was going to do, like a lot of those those those. Uh, things up. Uh, how do we, being a free country as we are, where do where do we have these barriers between free speech and speech that is dangerous overall to the public? Now, the, this kid was obviously radicalized on the Internet. And like I say about the Internet, I, I hope my audience doesn't get tired of hearing me say this, but this is what I say. It's a wonderful thing, the internet is a wonderful thing, but on the other, the dark side of it, it is a cesspool of garbage, misinformation, and hate. Um, So how does a free country like ours combat this this type of a thing, uh, you can't just go and arrest somebody for what they say. But on the other hand, when somebody is using their social media posts and repeatedly, almost just telling us, "I'm gonna go out and kill a bunch of people at some point," you know, I mean, just literally saying that, we've got to get the public more involved just to, yes. to where when these when, when if we know people like this to tell you the truth if i had someone in my circle of people who was constantly filled with hate and constantly talking about these type of things i would uh, alert law enforcement that maybe you should take a look at my friend here
2: mm-hmm. uh,
0: and I don't mean, I'm not just saying that I would do that. Um, but I think too many people are, are, don't want to get involved or, or I don't know what, what, what the reasons are, but man, something has, has to be done. Something has to be done. And it seems like a friend of mine was telling me, you know, I always pride myself on being uh, my voting record clearly states that I have voted throughout my life Republican and Democrat, Republican, Democrat. Mm-hmm. In fact, my actual voting history when we actually researched it not very long ago shows that I have actually voted more times Republican than I have Democrat, which I thought I thought it would be about evil. Uh, but at, at this point, for the first time in, in my life, I understand how come some of my friends have uh, accused me of being leaning to the left, and it's not because I've, I've actually changed my position at all. Is that the Republican Party has uh, has left? I I don't I, I don't think I have a choice. I really don't think I have a choice right now um, when it comes to. Fighting gun violence, the Republicans Republicans seem like they're going to do absolutely nothing. And I understand that their their position, their position is like mine: the Second Amendment should never be
1: encroached upon.
0: No. But however, uh, you can criticize the Democrats all you want. But however, we all realize that we can't just have kids going online, listening to some hate station, and going out and buying guns, and decided that they're going to go out and kill people.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, and, the, and the party that seems to uphold that type of a thing seems to be the Republicans. Um, and I wish it was different, I really wish it was different. What, what I miss about the Republican Party. Is the death of John McCain sunk that party. John McCain was the only lion of justice. I I say there were two lions of justice in our Senate. John McCain on the Republican side and John Lewis on the Democratic side. When John McCain died, God rest his soul, the Republican Party was lost. There was nobody else to stand up for what's right. Now, I do give Liz Cheney all the kudos in the world for what she's doing, but she's no John McCain. Uh, John McCain would never have put up with this stuff that's, that's going on, because John McCain stood up for what's right. As you remember, when the First big lie which was the uh, Obama was a Muslim and born in, in Kenya, wherever they hit all of that stuff.
1: Yeah, one he, thing I really really admired about John McCain is during that time he didn't allow for that slander to go on. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. People would be at his rallies spewing a bunch of nonsense and he'd say, No, my partner, he's a stand-up guy. I mean I may not agree with all his policies, but he you know, that that is something I've noticed our political both political parties in our country as of late have gotten away from you know any opportunity to slander the other guy hey hop on it and uh, that is one thing John McCain would not stand for I read my a lot yeah it's uh, but a lot excuse me to go
0: finish. back to back to our guns
1: policy you know because we we are still reeling as a nation all of us from yet another large-scale I saw on, you know, our public, our school system, a terrorism attack, a domestic terrorist attack, and while it may not be as cut and dried as, you know, what we see overseas, as opposed to you know having a specific uh, goal to be achieved by it, um, we are still in a form of war on terrorism with this happening here. Do you have any thoughts on how we can sort of mitigate it without just You know, get a big magnet and pull another 400 million guns out of our country, which is obviously not ever going to happen. Guns are part of
0: American culture. We're never going to get rid of it, and nor nor should we. I am a gun advocate. I I really am. But however, I am also, like much of my politics, I have one foot over here and one foot over over there. Mm -hmm. Um, You're going to. Restrict my gun uh, rights over
1: my dead body. I, I'm, I'm like everybody else. Hell, hell no. Well, I'll tell you, this is one issue where I'm different because I'm also a gun advocate. Big fan, self-defense, you know, sporting, whatever you want to use it for. But in an impossible but perfect world, if I could give up all of that so that this wouldn't happen, and just pull them all out, and they're all gone, all of a sudden, which would never happen again. If I could do that, if I could give up so something like this wouldn't happen, personally, I would give that up. But the reality of it is, in a country of 340-some-odd million people, we have 400 million weapons, guns, which are obviously more than the population, and it's just not feasible. Too many people, including myself, would not willingly give it up. And unless we were to get a significant, large percentage, all I would do would be to serve the folks who don't have them illegally in the first place um, and give people who have a reasonable right to defend themselves, you know, basically handcuff them. Um, you know, I believe in self-defense. I even believe in, you know, having, uh, as it says in the Second Amendment, right-standing militia in order to resist a potentially tyrannical government. But, um, you know, as... As an American citizen, somebody who's proud of, an Ameri- of America and proud of the Constitution, I think it's important. But something, in my opinion, needs to be done to keep these tragic events from continuing like they you are. Know, like I said in the, earlier in the podcast, two hundred eighty-eight instances of school shootings, where somebody actually is shot. And since two thousand nine, January first, two thousand nine, where I was the second most country in that time period, is eight. You know, it's obvious we have an epidemic. That's a huge, huge, I mean 8 to 280,
0: um, America, how do we, how do you defend that? It's that simple. And you know, how do we get rid of the assault rifles? Assault right? These assault guns were only made for the, the battlefield, I don't know anyone. Well, I'm sure they are. I'm I, I, somewhere there's somebody I've blowing away squirrels with uh, assault rifles. Let
1: me let me just a quick uh, addendum. Uh, so the AR-15 isn't for assault rifle 15. It's uh, the name of a company. It escapes me. It's Auto Auto something rifle. So just just to be you know 100 clear, the AR-15 isn't necessarily inherently an automatic rifle uh it's it's after the brand of a company and and it's not an assault rifle necessarily just because AR15s are something that's being talked about a lot I want to make sure there's good information out there uh but continue folks okay um
0: I don't know anybody who goes out and hunts with a assault rifle now having said that we've got a lot of assault rifles already out there mm. So how do you justify uh, anti-American, malicious? Because you know they can call themselves patriots all you all you want, mm-hmm. but if you're trying to overthrow the United States government, um, I part ways with ways with you. Um, there's all of these weapons already out there. So what happens if? The government turns tyrannical, or if the far, far right uh,
1: take up arms against the rest of the country, yeah, or something yeah. like that.
0: Um, can you fight assault rifles with uh, squirrel guns, uh, shotguns? Uh, not very well. So we're in a c- conundrum. Yes, yes, that's 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 the word here.
1: Yeah, it's 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 really tough because you know, when, like, again, when this Second Amendment was first written, it was not in the times of, you know, 120, you know, rounds a minute weapons like this, you know? It wasn't in the time of, you know, weapons of mass destruction and all these modern military technologies that we're in today. Yet, it's still important for a people to feel safe and to be safe from you know, a government looking to inflict its will. How feasible that is may be up for debate, but yet the fact remains that the United States will always have guns and self-defense and, you know, the right to property and happiness inherently tied to itself as a nation. And uh, asking everybody to give up their guns, I don't necessarily agree with it. And while in a perfect world, to give them all up, I would to keep things like this from happening. That would never happen. And so if everybody else got one, you know what I'm saying? But getting back to the uh, the topic at hand, we have to have some sort of change because a lot of the times where these mass shootings or school shootings happen, they're obtained legally, right? A lot of the times where these mass shootings happen and school shootings are happening. There are indications if you look into this person's past, whether it's mental illness or whether you look on their online profiles and they're saying kind of crazy stuff. There's ways to vet these things from happening before they even happen. But unfortunately, we have a Senate, right? It already passed the House of Representatives. We have a Senate who knows that if they put this up to a vote and the people who support that wouldn't be interested in having that be a vote, they lose votes, right? If you're, a, if you're a Republican and you vote yes on this and your party finds out, you may have a trouble getting re-elected, right? Also, if you're a Democrat and you're looking for re-election in a couple years, this is a good thing to run on, right? It's, hey, I'm going to push H.R. 8 through, you know, vote for me. And so both sides, it's a bipartisan issue. The Senate is allowing this to sit and collect dust because they know that their power can be, and they can either leverage it for power in the future or by voting on it, they would have less of a chance to retain power in the future. And so they allow this to sit on their desks and collect dust. and things like this happen. Without a universal vetting process, who knows who's showing up to these gun shows in Nevada? You know what I'm saying? Who knows who's buying a secondhand AR, uh, or AR-15 or AK-47 in Texas? You know? Who knows... Who's going to drive up to Buffalo? Without a proper vetting process, I believe in the right to bear arms and the right to protect yourself and the right to go hunting if you want to, man. But I think we can all agree that the more steps, maybe not the more steps, but the the more stringent the vetting process is before somebody gets their hands on one of these legally, the better. Not everyone gets them legally. Yeah, there's tons of criminals with guns, there's a black market, blah, 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 blah. But... If we could even prevent one or two of these things from happening without giving up any rights, why would we not do that? That's what I ask you. You know this,
0: I'll give you an example. I got a friend who, uh, let's let's put it this way, had some problems early in his life and uh, now uses an, an alias because of, of whatever. Went on. I've never talked to him about the actual details or whatever. Um, and he told me, he says, you know, the funny thing, alligator. He says, I went to buy a shotgun, and I'm using a false ID that I've used for many years. But I forgot that uh, the ID says I was born in Ohio, and I and I put on the thing my actual birthplace, which was Mississippi. And I go, okay. And he said, you know what, I went home and I realized, oh my goodness, I didn't, you know, I, mess, I messed up. And I was going, uh, well, when I go back to try to get the gun, they're going to find that, and then I have to go through the whole thing, over blah, blah, And he says, I was stunned, I came in, and my application was approved. He says, and and the, the birth date that I had, the birthplace that I had on my application was not the birthplace that's on my the ID that I use. He says, "How did they miss that?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, uh, so if they're missing something that like that, imagine what they are missing." We need better vetting. Yeah, you know, there are people who shouldn't have guns. I you know, I got friends who I grew up with who. Uh, there's never no, sh- never should have had a gun. Yeah, they, they were they were mentally ups- unstable from childhood. Mm-hmm. You know, they should never have had guns, and when they got guns, they did the what you would expect uh, uh, somebody mentally disturbed to do. They ended up shooting a bunch of people. Uh, yep. This this gun thing is like the the abortion thing. Uh, you know, I, I, it's a tough issue. I, it's yeah. a tough issue, and while while like the abortion issue, I myself, morally and from spiritually or whatever you want to call it, I am against abortion. But that's where I drop it at. I am against abortion, and whenever I have talked to throughout my life, whenever uh, friends of mine have come to me, and and talk to me about they were thinking about getting abortions and this and that. I sat down and had talks with them about my feelings about it. And I have been successful in getting some people to change their mind and unsuccessful at other times. But that's where where my hands stop at. I I'm not in favor of Putting people in jail or going and, and storming someone's house and arresting them because of, you know, because not everybody has the beliefs that I do. You know, um, some people have their beliefs about this comes from the Bible, and I fully understand. But then what about the people who are not Christians?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: What about the, the people who don't, you know, uh, how do you force? someone you know it's a touchy situation now i, I always say I, I save my spiritual stuff away from government whenever you put the two together history will tell you bad
1: things happen yep. bad things happen that's the truth you know whether i agree with the right to choose or not there is an interesting conundrum that comes up when you start to talk about making it illegal for a woman to go and do that. If somebody is either taken advantage of because they're too young or for whatever reason and uh, insemination happens and pregnancy happens and you're living in a state or a country where it's illegal in order for That person, in terms, in in cases of that, to to be granted one, they'd have to go through a trial, right? And if there's any sort of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? If there's any sort of inconsistencies or the trial takes too long, they'll be in court their way out of the opportunity to do that if they really feel so. And I just really can't imagine making a woman or a child or, you know, somebody in that position. To have to sit there and wait for the approval of other people to do that when it wasn't an encounter that they wanted in the first place. And regardless of my personal moral feelings one way or the other, I really I take strongly to that. You know. Um if you weren't wanted to be there in the first place, and you gotta sit in a court and convince a bunch of people that you didn't want to be there in the first place, while The product of that is grown inside you. That just doesn't seem like that. Just doesn't seem like the right thing to me, personally. You know. See, I
0: I I get off very easy with this because, like I say, uh, give unto Caesar what is Caesar's. I am following the law. If the United States Supreme Court, or whatever the the highest law of the land,
2: mm-hmm. passes a law. That's good. Uh, what do you mean?
0: Well, you know, it's if it's the law of the land, it's the law, of the land. Uh, I may not, I may not agree with it or, or, or whatever, but if you know, in this free, this government that we have. The law of the land should be the law of the land. Now, um, Okay. And I will say, okay, that's that's the law. Um, but also having said that, like I say, I always have one foot over another place. Hmm. You can disagree with something, but you can also have compassion for the other side. That's where we're going wrong here. Yes. I can I can say Okay, that's the law of the land, but that doesn't stop me from also being able to have compassion for the woman who maybe is not a Christian, uh, maybe, you know, whatever, but to have, to be forced by government to do something like that, be forced, where does that, where do we go from there? Yeah. When you open those doors like that, where do we go from there? Where do, where, do, how do we stop the next thing? You know, um, we don't want <clears throat> interracial marriage. Yep. We don't want uh,
1: uh, this or that, or, or you know, people drinking the same water fountains. It's it's really this the civil rights which a lot of people would argue this is a part of, uh, it's, it's really easy to start unwinding those things, you know. I mean, Roe versus Wade is not that far off in terms of time and in terms of impact of the society as, you know, Brown versus the Board of Education. And, uh, and you know, while one's personal morality may... Be on one side of this issue or the other. Making that decision for another person is uh, is is difficult to find justice in. But you know, from from gun control that we've started talking about to um, a woman's right to choose, there's been a lot of things happening in our country recently. But one thing I want to make sure we all do is know that even though there are 300 plus million of us and uh, it may not seem like it, it's important for everyone to go out and vote. It's important to be active in our country's um, electoral system to really put the democracy in the democratic republic that we enjoy. And uh, you know just to make sure to love each other and, and, and talk to each other and you know spend time with the people you love because uh, our time here is not infinite, it's finite. And you never know when that time may come. So, tell the people you love you love them, and stop and smell the roses once in a while. You
0: no, know, we are we are we are really spinning out here because, like when you're talking about gun control and all of that stuff, I'm gonna tell you the biggest factor in a lot of things that are done is money. Money. The NRA is such a powerful organization. They give so much money to those who support them that it's kind of hard to break through there. We need to do something about gun violence. It seems like the Republicans are going to do everything they can to. Appease the NRA,
1: no matter what goes on. Um, and a, there is this slippery slope fallacy that people, oh, you know, we we make a universal vetting process, and they're going to raise the age to 40 and say you can only get BB guns. Oh, that's that's, cool. that's, that's, that's a logical fallacy in and of itself. You Scale know? tactics. A, Scale a tactics. universal, in my opinion, a universal vetting process that whether it's online sales. Second sales or in-store trade show sales doesn't matter. A universal vetting process that everyone has to go through before they legally purchase a firearm will prevent legally purchase, help to prevent legally purchased firearms from being used in nefarious ways, like we've seen three times in the past two weeks, probably more than that. And that's that's my stance. Is that your stance as well?
0: Yes. And why why would anybody be against uh, heavy vetting? You know what I mean? I mean background checks, real background checks. I mean real background checks, not not like my friend who who makes a mistake on his application for his shotgun and he gets the shotgun anyway because somebody's not somebody's not paying attention here. Yeah. You know what I mean? All of the stuff. You know, a, a guy could murder ten people and go and sign up for a shotgun and end up getting it because
1: nobody's. They obviously are not really paying attention somebody somebody's dropping the so he's ball. dropping the ball yeah this guy's written a manifesto online multiple different places over years and years and years like the Buffalo Cat you gotta know you just don't tell that kid gun. but I so, uh, so why why
0: it is one of the parties so against these practical things I mean things just practical things to and be fair they are they you know the, the, the N they're the biggest contributor. Money, 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 money. And get me re-elected. That's all I want.
1: We That is a big part of it. But there is also a strong uh, trend on the left to say, I love all guns, why do we need guns? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, we shouldn't be able to have hunting rifles and pistols and and." There is a big divide between the left and the right in this country. neither of those is right. Saying everyone should have one, whatever they want. Keep a Gatlin gun in your basement. That's obviously just... That's ridiculous. And saying nobody should have any guns at all. That is crazy. There's no way... Unfortunately, there's no way to get all the guns out of the United States. If you take that gun... If you try to take the guns out of the hands of everybody, it's only going to be left in the hands of the people who are having them illegally in the first place. So neither of those extreme sides are viable. But having a more stringent vetting process is not only viable but it's necessary to help curb this pandemic epidemic that we're in of mass in school and mall and shopping center and church shootings that just should not be happening.
0: See that's my conundrum with with uh, with this whole political system now and believe it or not I hate to, hate to, hate to to keep saying this but the truth is it started about like five, six years ago. We know where it started at. We know where all of this the roots of all of this stuff are. Um, and, and that's my my problem, is that the left, the far left, all of that crap about no guns and defunded police and, and all of this uh, talking about socialism. Listen, get this through your mind. You're coming from alligators. The United States is never going to be a socialist country. I don't give a shit what you say.
1: Well, I mean, besides our, you know, firefighters and our
0: police and uh, our roads and defund the police and all of all. Hopefully, str- our medical system. Who are you gonna who are you gonna call when you have a problem? You know, you know what I mean. We reform, yes, yes. Um, try to do all we can. See my. My thing about the police department, and I know you've heard me say this probably
1: since you were a little kid. Oh, always a huge advocate of the police for me. Uh, uh, Very close with the sheriffs in Monterey County. Uh, I'm a big fan of the uh, source pops here. But obviously reform needs to be happening in that sector. It's obvious to me. uh, yeah,
0: yeah, Yeah, you know, Donnie used to tell people he practically grew up in the police station. We had a police uh, chief in Monterey, Gary Brown, a cowboy, and he and I became very good friends. We would meet once a week and and, and go have lunch together. When I when Donny was little and I had to go do something, and I needed somebody to watch him, I'd take him to the Monterey Police Station. Captain Fortune, uh, Gary Brown, all of those guys, I'd come in with Donnie and They go, oh oh, elegant boy. I said, listen. I gotta, I gotta leave Cowboy Donny for a minute. Gary Brown was, oh yeah, leave him in in, in, in my office. Uh, uh, Captain Fortune, he can watch it. Don, Donny would go to the police station. They were, they just loved it.
1: Leave all covered yeah. in
0: stickers, and, you uh, know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. They, they made Donny a official deputy sheriff. Yep. Gary Brown gave him a badge and told him he was an official. First thing I asked for was, where's my gun? <laughs> Donnie was walking down the streets in Monterey. He took that to heart. Every if he saw somebody drop some trash on the street, oh, Donnie would run over to them and show them his badge and say, "You pick that up right now,
1: <laughs> or, or
0: or I'm going to have you arrested." You know, and you know this is this is the way that I taught my son: have respect for the police and blah blah blah. And even with all of this stuff that that goes on on that side of the thing. I have ultimate respect for police officers, because I know, like the rest of society, there are some bad apples in every basket. And my solution to the police problem has always been this, they're never going to do it because it makes too much sense. And I found out one thing about politics, they're never going to do it because it makes too much sense. Before anybody can be given a gun and the power over somebody else's life, they should be given a lie detector test. And that lie detector test should ask them, can you perform your duties without any prejudices toward someone because of the color of their skin, their religion, where they live, or any of these things? Now, if you ask someone that question in a lie detector test, they can say whatever they want, but the the test is going to catch them if they lie. Nobody should be allowed to be a police officer unless they can pass that particular question.
2: Uh,
0: I could take that question and answer it honestly. Yes, I could. But I know people who could not. I know people who, who could not because they're all wrapped up in color of your skin and this and that. They got all of these prejudices and all of this stuff. Pre- people Pre- like state. that should never be allowed to have a gun and power over other people's lives. But th- that simple thing that I say to do to clean the police department out, that would clean it. That would clean it up because you couldn't. You couldn't. So <laughs> you couldn't uh, you couldn't be a policeman without without passing that that test. Well, hey, boss. But to all of the people who say no guns and blah 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 and all you know socialism and stuff on the left, don't even talk to me. You're, you're nuts. You're nuts. And all of the people on the right
1: who uh, uh, got all of their everyone should shit. have a gun. Teachers have the guns. Yeah, yeah, Give the yeah. kids a gun. No. Just hearing about that, yeah. but saying, you know, all free access, you know, automatic rifles, whatever whatever you need to get, you should be able to get because it's in our second amendment rights, that's an interesting interpretation, but I just, I can't see how you could approve of any Joe Schmoe off the street without any background, deep background check, going and getting an automatic rifle. Not an AR-15, an automatic rifle. It's just not, it's not feasible. Uh, I know a lot of, you know, far-right folks, especially... Very libertarian folks and, you know, minimal government. It says in the Second Amendment we have a right to bear arms. That means any arms I deem right. Give me plutonium, you know what I'm saying? Let me get uh, F-16 if I can afford it. It's just not, that's not what it's about, you know. And, yes, we should be able to defend ourselves, but we also shouldn't have the right to own something that could decimate populations like that. And like Pop said, that's what assault rifles are. They're intended not to hunt. Not to defend yourself, because in close quarters they're not super operable. The defend, they're originally and exclusively intended for the mass exodus of life from area. you know?
0: Yeah, you know, like I say, I'm for guns. I mean, I'm, I'm going to tell you, burglar, you look, come into my house. Come into my house and, and think, think you're going to uh, threaten me or my family. I will feel you so full of holes that when the wind blows you will whistle like a harmonica, okay? But uh, but 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 that that's where it ends with me. I don't think I think we really got to do some serious thing about guns and Republicans Stop where where is John McCain? Stop worrying so much about getting re-elected and how much money you're going to get in, in, in your...
1: And think about the damn country. And Democrats on the same side. Stop worrying about using this as leverage for the future. Oh, my next campaign, I'm going to run over... Eight. Run on the on the platform of H.R. 8. Nah, Put it up for a vote now. It's a bipartisan bill. Get it passed. And make sure that things like this at least slow down because 288 in number one U.S. to eight in number two That's not a statistic we should be proud of, man. And we need to make a change. Now, hey, this episode, we've been blessed to get together and talk to you guys about our feelings on the tragedy that happened in Texas on Wednesday, on guns, on, you know, pro-life versus pro-choice, on all sorts of things. But one thing we really want to make sure that we get across is us 340 million Americans, we have the ability to go out and make a change. Write a letter to your uh, your senator, you know what I'm saying? Write a write a letter, that open letter to your community. But most importantly, go out and vote. Go out and vote. Put the, ref, uh, put the representatives in place that you see fit. Try to pass the bills that you see fit. And be an active member because I'm a patriot. I love my country, but one of the things that I find most important in loving your country is actively making it the best that you can.
0: And that's what we're all blessed here to do. And with that, let's uh, let's do a little little song here, um, Donnie. Yes, it's sir. always a pleasure. Pleasure's yeah. all mine. Um, in fact, I got to get a hold of Gary Brown. I haven't talked to him. The police chief in Monterey. Mm-hmm. What a wonderful guy he was. Yeah. You know, um, we would meet for lunch. Every, you know, once a week we would meet. He would walk downtown, and I would meet him, and we would go to this uh, place to eat that we like to eat at and just sit and talk. And a couple of times we were walking down, down the street and certain people knew knew my background, uh, you know, what I was when I was young, I thought. holy terror. And they would see us walking down, down the street and one day uh, one of the merchants stuck his head out of his shop and he goes, well look at that, there goes Pat Garrett and Billy the Kid. <laughs> you know, but uh, uh, I'm, I'm so glad that you have Respect for the police. I hold all to you, pops. You know, uh, and I, I was responsible in New Orleans for a lot of uh, minority people, Latinos, blacks, and uh, natives joining the police force. Because I used to tell them, I used to say, you know what, you, you guys are always complaining about the police, this and that. If I didn't have such a criminal record, I would want to join. And I talked friends of mine and to join in the police department because I said if you want to, to change things get on the inside
1: be the change you want to see in the world yes. with that I'm going to leave you guys dad's going to do this last song here and it's been very much so a pleasure make sure to like comment and subscribe <laughs> okay here's what I'm going to do
0: the Everly Brothers brothers alligator stuff only trouble is band with me with me on their saxophone and flute. Every second Saturday of the month of course I'm still at Elroy's Bon Ton Lighthouse Smokehouse on Monterey, and on Lighthouse Avenue in Monterey from 7 to 10. Every second Saturday of the month. Every second Friday of the month you can catch me at Cafe Verde Pizzeria outdoor on the patio, every second Friday of the month, weather a bit, when it's windy, I'm not doing it. But uh, anyway, that's basically it. And remember, start now to get your people to vote. Make sure everybody votes. Because if we, if everybody doesn't vote, Don't have good intentions. I'm gonna be running with Only trouble is
2: she whiz I'm dreaming.